Book two, chapter twenty five of Bradford's History of the Plymouth Settlement, sixteen o eight to sixteen fifty. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Bradford's History of the Plymouth Settlement, sixteen o eight to sixteen fifty, by William Bradford, rendered into modern English by Harold Paget. Book two, chapter twenty five. This year the commissioners were summoned to meet at Boston before their ordinary time, partly in regard to some differences between the French and the government of Massachusetts, about their aiding Governor Latour against M. Donnet, and partly about the Indians, who had broken the agreements of peace concluded last year. This meeting was held at Boston on July 28th. Besides some underhand attacks made on both sides, the Narragansetts gathered a great power and fell upon Uncas and killed many of his men and wounded many more, far exceeding him in number, and having got a large number of arms. They did this without the knowledge and consent of the English, contrary to the former agreement, and were determined to continue the war, notwithstanding anything the English said or did so encouraged by their recent victory and a promise of assistance from the mohawks a strong warlike and desperate tribe they had already devoured uncas and his people in their hopes and would surely have done so in fact if the english had not quickly gone to his aid but the english of connecticut sent him forty men as a garrison for him till the commissioners could meet and take further steps Having thus met, they forthwith sent three messengers, Sergeant John Davis, Benedict Arnold, and Francis Smith, with full and ample instructions both to the Narragansetts and Uncas, requiring them either to come in person or send qualified deputies, and if they refused or delayed, to warn them that the English were determined to oppose these hostile invasions, and that they had sent their men to defend Uncas, and to know of the Narragansetts whether they would stand by the former peace the messengers returned from the narragansetts not only with slights but with a threatening answer they also brought a letter from mr roger williams assuring them that war would shortly break out and the whole country would be aflame and that the sachems of the narragansetts had concluded a neutrality with the english of providence and aquidnet island whereupon the commissioners considering the great danger and provocations offered and the necessity we should be put to of making war on the narragansetts and being cautious to have the way clear in a matter of such wide public concern to all the colonies thought fit to advise with such of the magistrates and elders of massachusetts as were on hand and also with some of the chief military commanders there who being assembled it was then agreed one that our engagement bound us to aid and defend uncas two that this aid could not be confined to defense of him and his fort or habitation but must be extended to the security of his liberty and property three that this aid must be speedy lest he should be swallowed up in the meantime four the justice of the war being clear to ourselves and the rest then present it was thought meet that the case should be stated and the reasons and grounds of the war declared and published five that a day of humiliation should be appointed which was the fifth day of the week following six it was also agreed by the commissioners that the total number of men to be raised throughout the colonies should be three hundred massachusetts one hundred ninety new plymouth forty connecticut forty new haven thirty 
and that considering uncas was in instant danger forty men should forthwith be sent from massachusetts for his relief for the forty previously sent from connecticut had orders to stay only one month and their time having expired they returned and the narragansetts hearing of it took the advantage and came suddenly upon him and gave him another blow to his further loss and were ready to do so again but the forty men from massachusetts having arrived they drew off the declaration of war which they published i shall not transcribe as it is very long and is already in print i will only note the insolent reception of it by the narragansetts and the answers to the three messengers sent from the commissioners to deliver it they received them with scorn and contempt, and told them they resolved to have no peace without the head of Uncas, that it mattered not who began the war, they were determined to continue it, that if the English did not withdraw their garrison from Uncas, they would procure the Mohawks against them. Ultimately they threatened that they would lay the English cattle in heaps as high as their houses, and that no Englishman should stir outside his door so much as to relieve himself, but he should be killed when the messengers demanded guides to pass on through their country to deliver the message of the commissioners to uncas they refused them and in scorn offered them an old pequot woman nay the messengers personally were in danger for while the interpreter was speaking with them about the answer he should take back some natives came and stood behind him with hatchets according to their murderous manner but one of his comrades gave him warning and so all three broke off and came away these and similar affronts so terrified the indians they had with them that they ran away and left them to get home as best they could so the confederation hastened the preparations according to the agreement and sent to new plymouth to dispatch their forty men with all speed to be stationed at seekonk lest it should be in danger before the rest were ready they were all well armed with snaffance guns under command of captain standish those from other places were also led by able commanders such as captain mason for connecticut etc major gibbons was made general with such commissions and instructions as were proper everything being ready some of the soldiers already started and the rest ready to march the commissioners thought it right before any hostile act was committed to return a present which had previously been sent to the governor of massachusetts from the narragansett sachems and though not accepted by him had been laid by to be accepted or refused according to their behavior so it was sent back by two messengers and an interpreter who were further instructed to inform the narragansetts that the men the english had already sent to uncas and other parts had express orders so far only to stand upon on his or their defence and not to attempt any invasion of the narragansett's country and that even yet if they made due reparation for what had passed and gave good security for the future they should find that the english were as desirous of peace and as tender of narragansett blood as ever if therefore pessacus genimo with the other sachems would without further delay come with them to boston the commissioners promised and assured them free liberty to come and return without molestation but deputies would not now serve nor would the preparations on hand be stayed or the directions recalled till the aforementioned sagamores came and further consultation had taken place if on the other hand they would have nothing but war the english were ready and would proceed accordingly Pesacus, Mixano, and Witawish, three principal sachems of the Narragansett Indians, and Awasequin, deputy for the Niantics, with a large train of men, a few days after, came to Boston. 
to omit all other circumstances and the discussion which took place between them and the commissioners they came to the following conclusion one it is agreed between the commissioners of the united colonies and the narragansett and niantic sagamores that the latter shall pay or cause to be paid at boston to the massachusetts commissioners the full sum of two thousand fathom of good white wampum or a third part of black wampum in four payments namely five hundred fathom within twenty days five hundred fathom within four months five hundred fathom at or before next corn planting time and five hundred fathom within two years from the date of these presents which two thousand fathom the commissioners accept as satisfaction for former expenses defrayed two the aforesaid sagamores and deputy on behalf of the narragansett and niantic indians hereby promise and covenant that upon demand and proof they will restore to uncas the monhig sagamore all captives both men women and children all canoes which they or any of their men have taken or as many narragansett canoes in good condition in place of them and will give full satisfaction for all such corn as they or any of their men have destroyed of his or his men's since last planting time and the english commissioners hereby promise that uncas shall do likewise three whereas there are various disputes and grievances between the narragansett and niantic indians and uncas and his men which in the absence of uncas cannot now be determined it is hereby agreed that the narragansett and niantic sagamores either come themselves or send their deputies to the meeting of the commissioners for the colonies either at new haven in september sixteen forty six or sooner upon due notice if the said commissioners meet sooner fully instructed to make due proof of their injuries and to submit to the judgment of the commissioners in giving or receiving satisfaction and the said commissioners not doubting but uncas will either come himself or send his deputies promise to give full hearing to both parties impartially according to their allegations and proofs four the said narragansett and niantic sagamores and deputies do hereby promise and covenant to maintain a firm and perpetual peace both with all the english united colonies and their successors and with uncas the monhig sachem and his men with osamaquine pomham sokonoke kutshamakin shoanan pasaconaway and all other sagamores and their tribes who are in friendship with or subject to any of the english hereby engaging themselves that they will not at any time hereafter disturb the peace of the country by any attacks hostile attempts invasions or other injuries to any of the united colonies or their successors or to the aforesaid indians either in their persons buildings cattle or goods directly or indirectly nor will they combine with any other enemy against them and if they know of any indians or others who are conspiring or intend harm to the said english or any indians subject to or in friendship with them they will without delay acquaint and give notice thereof to the english commissioners or some of them or if any questions or disputes shall at any time hereafter arise between them and uncas or any indians mentioned above they will according to former engagements which they hereby confirm and ratify first acquaint the english and request their judgment and advice therein and will not attempt or begin any war or hostile invasion till they have liberty and permission from the commissioners of the united colonies so to do five 
the said narragansett and niantic sagamores and deputies do hereby promise they will forthwith deliver and restore all such indian fugitives or captives as have at any time fled from the english and are now living among them or give due satisfaction for them to the commissioners for massachusetts and further that they will without delay pay or cause to be paid a yearly tribute a month before harvest every year after this at boston to the english colonies for all such pequots as live among them according to the former treaty and agreement made at hartford sixteen thirty eight namely one fathom of white wampum for every pequot man and half a fathom for each pequot youth and one hand length for each male child and if weequashcook refuse to pay this tribute for any pequots with him the narragansett sagamores promise to assist the english against him and they further undertake that they will resign and yield up the whole pequot country and every part of it to the english colonies as due to them by conquest six the said narragansett and niantic sagamores and deputy do hereby promise and covenant that within fourteen days they will bring and deliver to the massachusetts commissioners on behalf of the colonies four of their children viz the eldest son of pesacus the son of tassaquanawite the brother of pesacus the son of awashawi and the son of iwangso a niantic to be kept as hostages or pledges by the english till the aforementioned two thousand fathom of wampum has been paid at the times appointed and the differences between themselves and uncas have been heard and settled and until these articles have been underwritten at boston by genimo and Wipitok and further they hereby promise and covenant that if at any time hereafter any of the said children shall escape or be taken away from the english before the promises be fully accomplished they will either bring back and deliver to the massachusetts commissioners the same children or if they cannot be found such and so many other children as shall be chosen by the commissioners for the united colonies or their assigns within twenty days after demand and in the meantime until the said four children be delivered as hostages the narragansett and niantic sagamores and deputy do freely and of their own accord leave with the massachusetts commissioners as pledges for present security four indians viz witawish pamunish jawasho wagwamino who also freely consent and offer themselves to stay as pledges till the aforesaid children are delivered seven the commissioners for the united colonies do hereby promise and agree that the four indians now left as pledges shall be provided for at the expense of the united colonies and that the four children to be delivered as hostages shall be kept and maintained at the same expense that they will require uncas and his men with all other indian sagamores before named to forbear all acts of hostility against the narragansett and niantic indians for the future and further all the promises being duly observed and kept by the narragansetts and niantics and their tribes they will at the end of the two years restore the said children delivered as hostages and maintain a firm peace with the narragansett and niantic indians and their successors eight it is fully agreed by and between the said parties that if any hostile attempts be made while this treaty is in hand or before notice of this agreement can be given such attempts and the consequences thereof shall on neither part be counted a violation of this treaty nor a breach of the peace here made and concluded 
9. The Narragansett and Niantic Sagamores and Deputy hereby agree and covenant to, and with the Commissioners of the United Colonies, that henceforth they will neither give, grant, sell, nor in any way alienate, any part of their country, nor any parcel of land therein, to any of the English or others, without consent or permission of the Commissioners. 10 lastly they promise that if any pequot or other indians be found among them who have in time of peace murdered any of the english they shall be delivered to just punishment in witness whereof the parties above named have interchangeably subscribed these presents the day and year above written john winthrop president herbert pelham thomas prince john brown george fenwick edward hopkins theophany eaton stephen goodyear pesicus his mark Mikesano, his mark, Witawish, his mark, Awasequin, his mark, Abdus, his mark, Pamunish, his mark, Kutshamakin, his mark. In drawing up this treaty and agreement between the commissioners of the United Colonies and the Sagamores and deputy of the Narragansett and Niantic Indians, Benedict Arnold was interpreter upon his oath, Sergeant Calicote and his man, an Indian, were present, and Josias and Kutchamakin, two Indians acquainted with the English language, assisted, making the whole treaty and every article clear to the Sagamores and deputy present. Thus was the war pending at this time prevented. End of Book 2, Chapter 25